Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join our discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Well, today is Friday. It is going to be a open forum, free for all Friday, so we would love to have you call in. I'll give you the number one more time. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Again, 1-844-777-7928. Doug, how you doing today? I'm good, Taylor. It is Friday October 29th, two days before Reformation Day. But a lot of people in this country aren't celebrating Reformation Day. They are celebrating All Hallows' Eve Mm -hmm. or Halloween. Nine out of every ten homes that has children in it will celebrate Halloween this weekend. Ninety percent. And about 90 percent of the parents will eat their kids' candy, too. (laughs) We are eating candy. We got some coming in, didn't yeah. we? Um, and here's the here's the kicker: almost fifty percent of people in this country believe ghosts are real. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh huh. Hmm. Um, yeah, almost fifty percent. That's that's uh, uh, you know, uh, people in this country. It, well, you look at the movies that are out right now. Um, you know, when you think about Christian celebrations, right, you think about Christmas, it's a good celebration, right? I mean, like, it's gift-giving, and it's a very positive thing. Uh, when you think about Easter, you know, even the pagan part of it, the Easter egg, it's still like it's, it's a, I mean, let's just go with the pagan for a second. Take away the, but even the pagan celebration of Easter eggs and I don't know how much of that is historically accurate. No, no, no. I, I, no, I'm not. All I'm saying is you don't think about uh, death. Mm. You don't think about, you know, people getting slaughtered. At Halloween, you, go, have you looked at the movies that are out on Halloween? All the movies on every TV channel, these horror movies? Um, and, I mean, people... People get into getting scared and being horrified, and some of the movies are they're man they're they're just sick. Yeah, and you know, there's as far as kind of Halloween how we do it now. It you know, people say, oh, you know, there's this and that that came from paganism, but the truth of the matter is, a lot of our modern celebration of Halloween is actually pretty modern, right? It came mm-hmm. in the last few hundred years, but. Um, so that hasn't actually been how the church has done it for a long time. Um, but what we do now, yeah, there's a heavy influence on, uh, you know, death and demonic stuff. And, you know, with with the scary movies and stuff, I've always thought it'd be interesting if someone made a scary movie and, you know, just good old horror movie where in like demonic or whatever, where in the end a Christian steps in and defeats that power. Right. Because, what you see in a lot of these demonic movies is gives people credence to, oh, we should be afraid of these spirits. But if you are a Christian, you know, the power of Christ uh, is much 
greater than that. And so, you know, the fact that the movies tend unless to... Unless you're the seven sons of Skiva. <laughs> well, unless... Now, I'm just saying that... The <laughs> unless movies, you're a poser. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and that's the thing. That's true. The seven sons of Skiva and Axe were trying to cast out demons but right. they didn't have the power of god in them yeah I, yeah that's true and we should be thinking about that but i'm just saying that the the focus on the demonic and and, and on the negative without um really focusing on what's true and beautiful as well i think is is uh not the best thing to do you know well here's the thing um that it, what's funny to me is how out in the world all these people that believe in supernatural evil forces don't believe in the supernatural God force. Yeah. They don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, people will be atheists, but they'll believe in ghosts. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they have a problem with believing that God created the universe, but they're going to believe somebody can die and their spirits come back and inhabit a house. Yeah, and you know, when you talk about atheism and stuff, I don't think there's such thing as a true atheist. Everyone, I would agree. Everyone worships something, whether it's a, a tr- the true God or if it's uh, you know a demonic force or if it's the God of themselves or the state or something like that. But everyone has something that they um, worship. But yeah, that is something though that that people get into stuff and oh, I don't believe in God, but they believe in you know this occultic type stuff. It, it's it's nonsensical to it, to hold both beliefs. I guess you know what I mean. That 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 things that can that you know, yeah. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's what's what's crazy is I think we've become very fascinated with witches mm. over the years. In fact, out in Texas, uh, uh, I think there was a there's a. There is a teenager out there who is a witch, a teenage witch, mm. as um, and basically has a video on TikTok, oh, almost uh, well over nineteen billion views. Wow, over nineteen billion views, and she she uh, she was interviewed um, by a newspaper in New York, and she says, "I've never felt more at peace than when I'm with my gods." So she's a pagan. Reading a prayer or doing a ritual, it's like the earth is alive, a way of stepping into my power as a person. Mm. Well, uh, I guess that's not a big surprise uh, as we become more of a pagan nation that people are going to start to turn to that um, and make a return of the old gods, quote-unquote, which obviously aren't gods at all. But um, it's just what she said there about feeling alive and um, you know connected to nature and stuff that there's a whole order of thinking that she has in her mind. And the church in some respects, uh, hasn't done a good job of, um, offering a counter narrative to that. Um, Mm -hmm. and instead, you know, being afraid to enter into those, not afraid like the true church, but a lot of pastors and, and church leaders are afraid to really talk about some of these issues like that. Well, Christians are actually forbidden from turning to, you know, to go to palm readers, mm. um, uh, mediums of spirits, necromancers. Uh, in fact, the Bible says clearly, don't seek them out or make yourselves unclean by them. Um, uh, King Manasseh used fortune telling and omens and sorcery and 
he did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. That stuff is real. But, you know, I want to go back to our fascination with it. Like, you know, if you go to uh, just go out to the movie theater right now about this time of year, uh, you're going to see what I, what I call, you know, slasher movies, you know, horror movies, um, you know, uh, like Halloween kills, <laughs> antlers, you know, uh, the, these are, these are not good movies you want to take your kids to, uh, even, even the Marvel movies. I mean, like you, you, you know, you go to Venom, Venom is a new Marvel movie that's out kind of, I think it's Marvel or DC. I don't know. It's, if it's, a, it's a Marvel movie. It's the second, Venom but movie. it's. I mean, the, the previews, you had to turn away, and almost it was it was so bad. So I think I'm going to take my girls to see Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's what I think uh, would be a good movie for the kids. But, you know, this fascination with uh, with horror and stuff, I mean, we, we need to understand how we deal with it uh, as a family. I just think pointing out, you know, here's a holiday that – that used to be associated with All Hallows' Eve, which mm-hmm. is a celebration of saints. Yep. But now it's uh, really become more associated with Sam Hain, the festival of Sam Hain. And, uh, and listen, this is not to say your kids can't go out and trick-or-treat or go out and do but you need to understand some of the roots of that and understand the evil associated with it. I remember when I was in the FBI, and we would read reports, and there were always abductions around Halloween. There were sacrifices, child sacrifices. We'd read some of these reports, this message traffic, and um, and people did um, harmful things at Halloween. Why would they do that? Because who rules the darkness? You know, I mean, God ultimately rules, but he has given t- Satan temporary authority over the earth. It still has to go through his hands. But there's a lot of um, lot of evil stuff out there, and it seems like it's gotten more evil. I mean, people are doing things more evil today even than they were 20 years ago. I mean, as a whole, uh, some of the a fascination with the occult and the macabre mm-hmm. stuff and, and death and all this, it's just it's terrible. And um, Halloween is a very cultural thing in our country where we party. They think of it more as a halloween party Mm -hmm. and we we exchange candy but we need to remember this time of year that evil spirits are real they're demonic they're not friendly ghosts they're demonic forces demonic forces can mimic they can imitate uh they can pretend to be something to delude you um and you know if you you go back our um al moeller said in his article Used to be back in the '60s, it was the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which was think about it is. But now we got, you know, uh, Michael Myers killing people in Halloween Kills, and so uh, Satan is very real. And uh, let's uh, let's remember that as Christians and pray for people. Be careful on Halloween. And uh, when we come back. I want to talk with Taylor about our guest yesterday, Holly Snell. Did a great job. I've already had a lot of people uh, who have responded. If you would like Holly's book called Dancing on My Ashes, you can call in. 
We'd love to hear from you. Give us your thoughts on Halloween and as believers. What should we do? Should we send our kids out? Maybe we do some alternative. Let's talk about it. And uh, you can get Holly in her Heather's book. All right. We will be back with more after the break. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. David Crowder with All My Hope. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors, Advancing Truth. And on the line, we have Carol calling in. Um, Carol, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing well. So what do you think uh, about Halloween? What are your thoughts? Okay. When I received the Lord as my Savior, I saw a documentary about a former witch. And she said as a Christian, I mean, she got saved. She said as a Christian, we should not acknowledge Halloween because it is an evil day. And they literally sacrificed babies when she was a practicing witch. She said if Christians only knew the evil that goes on on Halloween, they would cringe. So she said an atheist does not acknowledge Christmas or Easter, why should we acknowledge as Christians a day that is evil? So as a Christian, I took it to heart, and I don't acknowledge it. If someone comes to my door, I will give them a gospel track. Mm-hmm. I don't even give candy anymore because I don't want anyone to accuse me of putting poison or anything in their candy. Mm. So that's what I've been doing for decades now. Well, Carol, and, um, uh, Carol, are you? Is this the Carol from Orange Park? Yes, it is. Well, good. How are you? It's been a while. You doing okay? This is Doug. I'm doing well. Yes, Doug. I'm doing well, and I pray for you guys this morning. Well, Carol, did you hear our interview yesterday with uh, Heather? I mean, I'm sorry, with Holly. No, I missed it. Okay. I missed it yesterday. Well, listen, mm-hmm. you need to go back. If you go to SWATradio.com, 
You can click on uh, that program for yesterday. She's got an amazing story of how her and her sister, as believers with their husbands, went to start a camp for inner-city kids up in Vermont, and their husbands died. They died suddenly in a canoe accident, and she was talked about it yesterday. But she wrote a book called Dancing on My Ashes, and it's going to be on your doorstep tomorrow. Okay? Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It it is an encouraging book. I think you really will be encouraged. But, Carol, now that we got you on the phone, uh, let me ask you about this. There was an article, and I was going to talk with uh, Taylor about this. There was an article in the USA Today um, that says what to do when your son wants to be a princess for Halloween. And the subhead was, hint, have fun. In other words, in the article goes on to say that, listen, there's nothing wrong with your son wanting to dress up like Elsa or your your daughter wanting to dress up uh, as Kylo Ren, who's a character from uh, a Star Wars. Uh, so, and basically what they're saying is, if you got a problem with this, is the problem is you, not your children. And what do you think about that? I don't agree. I have two sons, and there is no way I would let them pretend to be female. Because what it does, it just puts that little seed in their mind that, oh, okay, this is okay. And you just never know how far it'll go. I wanted my sons to be men, Hmm. not, pardon the word, little sissy. (laughs) And I know God has. God has two genders, male and female. There's no in-between, and, you know, it's a satanic attack. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I've never seen so many people that are, uh, even Christians, that are, uh, you know, getting on board with this. And it's like, you didn't hear about this, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Everything is so backwards. Right is wrong. Wrong is right. Mm -hmm. And it's a satanic attack. spiritual warfare and and Christians are just getting so numb and I don't understand it. And and the pastors, preachers, evangelists, they used to speak out on things like this, but now it's almost like they're just afraid, I guess, to say anything because they're afraid of uh, losing a flock. I don't know, but you know what? Little is much when God is in it. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather attend the church that the pastor is still preaching truth and have 10 people there than to have a whole crowd, and all you're doing is having a pastor to tickle your ears so he doesn't have his salary decreased. Mm. Well, I, I don't know. But well, the, I, go ahead. Well, the person who wrote this article is is coming across like they're trying to give you good counsel for how to take care of your children through these difficult times, but they go – they go on to say, I encourage parents to not only allow their kids to dress up as whatever they want, um, and, but to affirm those choices and affirm those choices and help them feel proud of whoever they want to be. And, and that implies that if and we always draw standards. I mean, we do. I mean, I, I wouldn't let my kid go as an axe murderer. <laughs> I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I just am not going to do that. And so I'm not right. going to let my kid dress up in something 
that they think when they're young, especially these five, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, that they 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 are being so brainwashed out in the world. And a lot of these young people, Carol, uh, are growing up. They, these young children are are spending a lot of time in daycare, and in those right. environments, the parents aren't getting that input that people have had for so long into their children's lives. Other people are in, influencing them, and so. It's... And that... Go ahead, Carol. We... No, I said that you're tr- that's true. That's true. Hello. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. we lost Hello? you for a second. Yeah, yeah. We still we still hear you, Carol. Uh, but hey, Carol, that book will be there tomorrow. It's called Dancing on My Ashes. As always, good to hear from you. We pray you have a blessed, happy Reformation Day <laughs> on Sunday, and uh, and keep listening to SWAT Radio. Okay. Hey, can I say one more thing? One yeah, more comment. Yes, ma'am. There's no such thing as a good witch. The Bible says a witch is a witch is a witch, and they destroy witches, Mm. practicing witches. So I just wanted to let you know that, okay? There's no such thing as a white witch, black magic witch. A witch is a witch, and it's against the word of God, okay? Okay. Have a blessed evening. All right. Thank you, Carol. (laughs) Wow. Carol's, Carol's, as usual, on spot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that is a... interesting about the uh that article because you know what they said in there about uh, now i can't remember exactly what what it was but it, it's basically um telling you how to parent your your child but how to parent them and how to raise them in the way that they want you to raise them you know what i'm saying um and so you mean you're not gonna go as elsa on yeah, halloween no <laughs> no you know it, it's really funny because i can remember in high school in high school, like during before homecoming every mm. year, the football players mm-hmm. would dress up as cheerleaders. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. And it would be kind of funny. I don't think you could pull that off today. Did you see what happened in Kentucky? Uh, oh, yeah, I did. I saw where they were lap dancing on these yes, people. This, that was disgusting. Yeah. And you know what's obviously that takes it too far. Yeah, you can't do that in this day and age because there are people who are really saying that this is what ought to be. It is funny to you know kind of play with a boundary when everyone knows where the boundary is but there's, yeah, and but it's there's known no to be a joke but yeah. yeah there's no boundary now and so then you get stuff like what happened in kentucky in kentucky of all places this wasn't la or somewhere this was kentucky mm-hmm. and and then even a parent came out and said oh it was just a little fun people need to keep their mouth shut like if we if we have lost the plot as a country if you know a place like kentucky um with in that county i think there's only five thousand people are you know, well, suckered into hey, all this. And, and this is another warning for parents out there too. Uh, be very careful. You know, trafficking has gone to mm. whole new levels. And when people go out on Halloween at night in groups, it, it's just a dark. It's a, it's it is a dark, dark evening for a lot of people. And most people just want their kids to go out and get candy, right? But there's a lot of teenagers out, some of them with not good intentions. And like I was sharing earlier in the first segment, that we're seeing things so evil. There was a boy. I just read this in the news today. There was a boy, a teenager, 19-year-old, who was um, being sexually active with a girl in their home. 
and with her permission, but the parents caught them. He killed the girl and the parents. Oh, my goodness. I mean, like, like, like those kind of things are happening all over. Those people, I'm telling you, Taylor, I don't know if it's just the last two years with COVID. Um, uh, the, the church has been um, silent in a lot of places for two. I mean, they've mm. been, uh, you know, told they can't meet. And so people haven't been meeting and praying. And I think we got another call, but I, I just think it's. Um, no, we Wait, do, do we have a call, Steve? Mm-mm, no. Okay. So I just think, um, I think you know, as believers, we need to be careful about what we associate with. And one of the things uh, we typically do is, you know, we don't want to be mean. We'll leave candy out. We'll mm-hmm. leave a little basket of candy. But usually we go to the movies. We, mm-hmm. do, we just go to a movie and go see a good movie or just go do something fun as a family. Uh, and I know a lot of churches have fall festivals, and mm-hmm. they try to have alternatives, and, and some of those may be going on. In fact, if you're listening and your church is doing one of those, you can call, let us know. Um, but um, I wanted to get to this. I don't know if you saw this, but um, Facebook, you know, they changed their name. Yeah, Meta. And Meta. But um, a- Apple had threatened to pull the apps for Facebook and Instagram from the App Store. Did you know that mm-hmm. back in 19? Um, oh. Because it, it, it wasn't in compliance um, with stuff. And they basically admitted that they knew their platform was being used for human trafficking. Facebook and Facebook, or, yeah. Wow. Pap- there's papers that reveal they knew that. And so, uh, anyway, um, because uh, Apple knew that Facebook and Instagram were helping human trafficking in the Middle East. Mm. And so, uh, trying to promote, quote, domestic helpers. Oh, and that's, it's, it's really uh, it's sick stuff. Yeah, well, we are up against the news break, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER, and all of our local listeners, 91.7 here in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkston, Georgia. We would also like to give a shout-out to our listeners who are listening online, wherever you are in the country or around the world. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. SWAT Radio. That is Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath. If you are just joining us, today is Friday, so it is an open forum Friday. We would love to have you call in and join the discussion. You can do that at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Uh, I got, I want to go back to the interview yesterday because Holly Snell was our guest and Holly 
and her sister Heather both lost their husbands back in around 2001. And um, they lost them uh, in a canoe accident. And uh, I met Holly at the um, uh, at a uh, hotel in um, in Missouri. Lori and I were staying at this hotel, and uh, they were doing a conference there called The Following. And uh, I actually met Holly's mother-in-law first, and she told me about their ministry and met Holly and invited her to be the guest yesterday. And I have a longtime listener, our brother Henry up in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Who's listened to at least, I think he's heard every SWAT radio broadcast and uh, says it's in his top three. Oh, wow. It was really powerful. Uh, a very powerful story of how God redeemed uh, something very terrible in her life and, and used a, a terrible time to remind her of his love and his presence. And uh, she's got a book called Dancing on My Ashes that she wrote with Heather. And uh, uh, Holly's in uh, Dallas, Texas, but her and her sister speak and talk about this. And, I mean, uh, that that's pretty amazing. She lost her dad uh, the year before and then lost her husband and her, her brother-in-law mm. all in, in a one-year period. And um, it was... Uh, it was really a great interview, very moving. And so uh, I hope uh, if you haven't heard it, you can go to SWATradio.com and click on uh, the past programs link. and just, Or you can do a, a search for Holly Snell, S-N-E-L-L. And so uh, you can also listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. By searching SWAT Radio. Yep, you can. And uh, so it's uh, it was really good. I, I, I Again, Taylor, if you haven't heard it in full, you need to go listen to it, you and uh, Ari, because it is, I mean, it's amazing. And, and, you know, you think about being on a mission, like her and her sister had just gone. They'd moved up there with their husbands, and they were all excited about this inner city ministry of camping, bringing Mm -hmm. them out into the wilderness. And they loved the Lord. They were on fire for the Lord. And then tragedy strikes. And, um, and I, I, I just trying to make sense of that, you know, um, she, she really does a good job of conveying how, uh, God has to be your everything. Mm. And when he is, even when you go through those difficult times, he will give you the strength you need. So, uh, uh again, if you want to hear it, you can, uh, go to www.swatradio.com. And uh, just put in Holly Snell, S-N-E-L-L. Um, Taylor, getting back to the uh, Halloween, <laughs> the Halloween uh, issue. Um, how how did y'all's family handle it growing up? Oh, um, I mean, we went trick or treating. Uh, we did it, you know, as a family in a group, and yeah, I mean, the costumes obviously you couldn't. There was limitations on what you could and couldn't wear. Um, I think the last time I went uh, trick or treating, I was in sixth grade, and I went as a preacher. So <laughs> you did, yeah. That's that. Um, that is scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we did that, and you know, I never really thought much about it. Um, I didn't ask my parents about you know their thoughts about it or anything like that. So uh, that's how we did it. My sister, she has six girls. Um, they go to a church and um, do like a fall festival type thing, and. 
Um, my wife's parents, they go to a church that has one. And so we're going to that uh, on Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Like I said, haven't really thought about it uh, too much. I mean, I've done research on Halloween and kind of the origins and stuff like that. And um, so, yeah, it's, uh, there's historically, there's some interesting things there. And, uh, but yeah, I think people should uh, go as they're convicted, you know what I mean? And, and um, follow those convictions that they have on that. Well, um, you know, I remember uh, going going as a, even a teenager. Now, older teenagers go. So, I mean, mm. I mean, I went as a young teen, but yeah. at some point, I didn't go. Yeah. But now, older teenagers go out, like sixteen, seventeen year olds out yeah, getting no, candy. No, no, it's yeah. like, really? <laughs> I yeah, I'd be like, man. No, this candy's not for you. I felt, you know, even sixth grade, I was like, I'm a little too old for this. This is the last year I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to be 16 and going. Well, but you know what? I guess that now that I think about it, that is just more proof of how much uh, we've extended adolescence and, and childhood, uh, obviously now up into like the 30s, mm-hmm. uh, according to some uh, people. But yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised since we've infantilized uh, our teenagers, uh, for, uh, on a large, uh, to a large degree, you know? Well, I, I know, um, that Christian family chapel in Mandarin does a trunk or treat, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a takeoff on the trick or treat, but, um, I know they do. And maybe your church is having a fall festival or event like that. If they are, you can let us know. We're happy to let people know about that. Um, because to me, that's a that's a good alternative. Because your kid, you know, the kids kind of feel gypped if they don't get candy, mm. um, because everybody else is going to get it. So, uh, and you know, you know, yeah, it's a, in a a church parking lot, you know, well lit and stuff like that. And obviously, it's easier to keep your eyes on your kids um, in a parking lot as opposed to throughout a whole neighborhood, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at least you're, you know, right there and yeah. In in the church parking lot and uh, not so, that not that bad things you know couldn't happen there you know people go you know evil people do evil but, things but, but it's fairly yeah, protected there. yeah they exactly do. and um and yeah. that's why they do that yeah you know they really do I think that's that's something as a parent you got to be concerned about you know and, and you know I think I went out like fifth fifth grade and sixth grade by myself um, or with friends or whatever but I couldn't you know just how things are now ah oh, man I. You know, probably how things were then. We just were more ignorant of it. But now, knowing what we know is, to to I don't know. I wouldn't want that, and especially like you talk about. There's a lot of um, evil people doing evil things, and they see you know that this is a good time to uh, try to do those things. Yeah, and uh, again, you know, you've got people at two ends of the spectrum um, on the whole darkness and witches and. Stuff. I mean, like when when I was growing up, and I liked the the horror movies that we watched like were monsters. like Dracula yeah. and Frankenstein, and you know, I mean, it was it was those uh, those those horror movies that came out of mythical mm-hmm. creatures. You know, I've been to Transylvania actually over in Romania. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of weird, you know. And so you heard the history of how the myth of Dracula, the Vlad the Impaler yeah. got started. And so but but those were those were the the thing, you know, mm. or the blob that there were those kind of supernatural 
movies that still scared you, but it wasn't like you know, your neighbor's a slasher or something, mm. you know, like you see today or you're living next door to Freddy Krueger or, you know, I mean, like those kind of things. Yeah, uh, and, and just unnecessary amounts of gore and, you know, killing for killing's sake, you know, not not really. Yeah, just not stuff that I was ever compelled with. I know some people like that type of stuff and that, that was never me, so I don't really get it. Um but, you know, a good suspense movie, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I, I like that. But just, you know, kind of like uh, Friday the 13th and stuff like that, I've never got the appeal to that. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that um, the, 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 the Navajo people had um, kind of, they called them skinwalkers, but mm-hmm. that was their mm-hmm. version of a witch, okay. you know. And, um, you know, uh, so witches have been around for a long time. And back in Salem, you know, you had the witch trials. And, um, you know, what's it, interesting about that is um, so that the Salem witch trials, you know, a lot of people, oh, give the Puritans a bad rap for that. But, um, you know, and, and people died who were innocent and there was hysteria that went along. But it was relatively short and it was ended uh, pretty quickly by the governor when he got back into town. But that actually was going on at the same time as what was going on in Europe and in Europe, it was much, uh, bloody or much, much more, uh, expansive. So, uh, a lot of times people use that as a reason to knock, um, you know, Orthodox belief. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, you know, I think back in the sixties, I, when I watched TV, there was a show called bewitched Oh yeah. and you watch that show or a dream of genie mm-hmm. and you dreamed, I mean, you, you actually thought about it almost lightened it up. You know, the whole idea of sorcery, mm. um, you have the Harry Potter movies and all that. No emails, please. I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying that all those things, when when you engage with supernatural forces, and we talked about Simon the Magician in, in uh, Samaria, he did those things he did through demonic power. Mm. If people are able to do something supernatural, um there's only one of two sources. Either it's from God or it's from Satan. Yeah. Those are the only two sources of the supernatural power that are out there. And Satan has only been given temporary authority. So like you said earlier, we don't have to fear him as believers. Uh, we know that the weapons of our warfare are not of this world. There is an evil world. It's kind of like in the Matrix movie. You know, there's a whole unseen world going on around us. Um, but just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And in fact, I think of Louis Pasteur before he discovered the, uh, you know, um, antibiotics and stuff. Mm. He, I mean, before he was able to look in a, under a microscope and see these, um, you know, the, well, I'm trying to think of the right word. My mind's bacteria organism. Was it bacteria? Was it bacteria? Was it like a bacterial infection before he was able to see that nobody, everybody thought, people died either for supernatural reasons or it was just their time to go there's no way to treat them but even though you can't see those microorganisms that are there they're there yeah and it's the same way spiritually there's an unseen world of spiritual battle going on around us and a lot of times we focus on the human beings that the enemy manipulates 
Mm-hmm. But in reality, there's demonic forces behind a lot of that stuff. Yeah, that's true. We're going to pick up there when we get back from the break, so stick with us. We will be right back. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Nobody by Casting Crowns. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, today is Friday, so we're having a open forum Friday. We would love to have you call in and join the discussion. You can do that at 1-844-777-7928. Again, that's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And we actually have Kelly on the line. Kelly, where are you calling from? Hi. Jacksonville. Okay, awesome. What's on your mind today? I have a question regarding sorcery. Mm. Um, I grew up in Christian faith and was taught that anything that had to do with mediums or any fortune teller is, is of the Satan and, you know, you're not supposed to mess with or deal with any astrology. But this is my question. I know there are some things that are used for good and some are used for bad. My question is, if a lot of police officers, FBI agents, use mediums to help find missing person or a missing child. And um, what do y'all say about that type of gift? I call it God's gift. If they can do that and help people find missing children or or ha- what happened to this murdered victim or who murdered them and have description of this person, what kind of – what biblical – I know biblical certain uh, scriptures say, you know, of the Satan, but what is what about this of the of the good using it as good? Well, here's the thing that I would say that that's a great question. Is Kelly right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. 
Um, first of all, Kelly, before you get off, make sure you give Steve your name and address, and I'm going to send you a okay. copy of that book, Dancing on My Ashes, um, oh, j- just for calling you. in. It was good. If you haven't heard the interview, go listen to it on SWATradio.com. Okay. Yeah, so here, here's a good thing. Go back to Daniel, okay, in the Old Testament. Daniel okay. operated where? He operated in the realm of the Babylonian Empire. And he was with sorcerers. He was with magicians and wise men. But Daniel did not lean on the same source of his information as they did. Daniel prayed and sought information from God. So in the same way that a demon can do that, a Christian can trust God maybe to show him, to discern to bring something to light. There's been times when I literally could not find something I really needed to find, and I prayed, and within a minute, I was able to find it. So there's two sources of those kind of powers. One of them is demonically operated. The ends does not justify the means. And what, you know... Do do, do, I mean, you hear what I'm saying? But the ends yes. does not justify the means, um, you know, um, because uh, back in Jeremiah, um, God said, don't listen to your prophets, your diviners, your dreamers, your fortune tellers, your sorcerers who are saying to you, you shall not serve the king of Babylon, because many times, in fact, most times they can mimic truth. But most of the time, they are going to mislead God's people. It doesn't mean that they can't do things. They, they can. The demonic forces have done a lot of things throughout history that may be perceived as good by some people. But ultimately, who are they trying to glorify? Not God, you know. Um, and so, uh, I I think. The ends, as believers, we always have to keep in mind the ends. God's more concerned with the means than he is the end. He controls the end. Yeah. Right. And I think, too, you know, uh, you said, oh, well, you know, these good things are happening. And I I would say that's probably why a demonic force would do anything that's somewhat good because it gets you to say, oh, well, you know, this isn't bad or this is that and accept it and then to start to go down that road further and further until – you're, you know, you're entrapped or enslaved to it. Um, if you ever seen the Lord of the Rings, right, the ring of power, there was the idea of, oh, if we use this, we can use this to defeat the Dark Lord. Um, but in the end, it will corrupt you and uh, lead you down the same path uh, that he went towards evil. And I think that's the same thing with uh, mediums and sorcery and stuff. And, uh, you know, people might say, oh, it's just harmless fun or, or there is some good to it. But what it does is if you it, it, it starts to turn your heart away from um, what it what is truly good and, and and God and from God. So, I think there's there's a big danger in that. That even if you see, oh well, this good thing happened. Well, the, the good possibility is that good thing happened is there to deceive you and to get you to trust in that rather than trusting in uh, the Lord God Almighty. Yeah, I want to give you two verses in the Old Testament and one verse in the New Testament. Okay, in the Old Testament, okay. back in Deuteronomy eighteen verse ten. It says, there shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering, anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes 
or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead. So all those people are lumped together with people who burn their children to an idol. And so to me, that's a pretty clear distinction that you don't need to be doing that. Now, Israel did consult them, and they got in trouble for it. And God calls it an abomination. Um, and another verse is in Malachi, uh, when it says, "Then I will, Malachi 3, 5, Then I will draw near to you for judgment. I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, against the adulterers, against those who swear falsely, against those who oppress hired workers. They're all lumped together as bad. And so that's the Old Testament. In the New Testament, the Greek word for sorcery is is pharmakos, which we get the word pharmacy. Mm. And it was associated with right. a drug-induced um, way of obtaining information and stuff. So anyway, uh, sorcery, I believe, is clearly sinful. And it, it's from Satan, ultimately. Uh, and, you know, anything that doesn't come from God is unspiritual and demonic. I mean, I, that's the, the the plain, simple answer. So, Well, yeah, thank you. Uh, did, did that answer your question? Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you yes, for calling yes. in. Um, and don't forget to stay on the line. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and give Steve your, your info, okay? Um, yeah, that, that was a good question. I think that's um, – I think there's – something to be said for that too because a lot of times people just want to write off everything and say oh well you know none of that's real well and and one of the one of our SWAT guys just texted me said yeah you didn't have to use that when you were in the FBI did you and I go no we never use that (laughs) I I mean they they may use it in some places but we never use it I I hadn't heard of that except for like in movies and stuff but you know it might 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 be done um that is for sure you know I have a question for you um as far as Halloween goes and um so it, it would seem to me that the the satanic stuff that's been uh, infused into it is, uh-huh. like I said, it's something that's been added in uh, more of a modern convention, and then even to try to tie it into um, things historically that actually, you know, the the historicity isn't really there. Um, so, what do you think a Christian should do? Should a Christian just pull completely away from it, or should uh, they try to, um, sh- you know, not let uh, the dark powers take what was once a Christian holiday? Or since it's Catholic, it's kind of like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's two. There's two. Ba- basically, like I said, there's different ways of looking at it. Um, because of its listen, everything that is celebrated by the world on Halloween mm-hmm. comes from pagan origin, origins, right? And so, uh, even though it's been very commercialized, the roots are still pagan. Well, like so, like Samhain, right? Like. Um there's not a lot of historical evidence for that. People say that, oh, we do this because of that. But uh, Samhain, you mean? Yeah, well, it's, it's, I think from what I've heard, it's supposed to be pronounced Samhain, like S O. Oh, Samhain. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but that even like that is, there's been a lot that's attributed to that, that really, if you look at the historical sources, that's not really in that. So it's people who are trying to turn that into a demonic thing. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I agree with you. Like there's that added into it, but it's, I guess, maybe a neo-paganism. Um, so, yeah, just to add a little context to that, because it is, I would say, it's a difficult thing because a lot of the the, the obsession with the macabre, the, the death and stuff like that is not good, but the, historically the tradition was not that. 
but then, then it comes to that, well, okay, that was a Catholic thing. So us as evangelicals, is that something we should even try to redeem or should we just cast it all away, you know? Well, well, here's the thing. There, there's been people that have made the argument that like the Puritans and mm-hmm. people in that time would have um, clearly known about the pagan roots of Halloween and not really celebrated that. They they would have seen it as popery, right? And so anything yeah. that's of the pope is pagan. Yeah, and and, and they, um, I, I, but but no, I'm talking about the Samhain festival of the dead. Is that what you're talking about? Well, see, like I'm saying that that the historically there's not evidence for that. It was actually a festival for the dead. You know what I mean? As far as like they said they you know had human sacrifices and stuff. But the well, historian, I don't know about the human sacrifices, but they did have they had a festival, a festival yes. at the end of uh, there was, it was a, kind of the harvest festival. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was an and, Irish, but that was yeah. kind of merged in with this um, you know uh, celebration almost of uh, um, I don't know if the world did that if they just tried to. Because it seems like wherever there's a Christian celebration, and it was Hall Hallows Eve is what was celebrated, mm-hmm. the so all the saints, the world tries to bring in some kind of secular celebration. So maybe they moved it from there. But I mean, I want to go back to your question. We only have a, a minute or two uh, related to the whole issue of what do we do as Christians? Um, I think uh, you know. There's nothing in the Bible about it, right? Mm-hmm. Because it pre- the Bible preceded it, and but it does. There are principles there, and when we go out as parents, we operate under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Mm. I mean, are you doing anything pagan? Are you going to represent Christ? Mm. Are you going out in the world? Right. You know, if you're not representing darkness, you're representing light. I don't see a problem with going out there mm. and doing it. Yeah. I would certainly be careful about letting my kids just go out by right, themselves, right. you know, and do it. But uh, there are things that might be anti-Christian associated with it that you need to be careful of. But um, our attitude, our dress, and our behavior should show people that we are Christ mm. if we are going to do it. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. That is all the time we have for the week. It's over too fast. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. Um, Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spirituality.